0: Thank you for tuning in to Activate God's Purpose. We welcome God. We welcome you. We welcome our guest speaker, Tanya Bangura. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. Hello, Tanya.
1: How
0: are you? I'm good. So um, one thing you all should know is that Tanya is actually my sister. She's uh, same mother, same father. Baby. And uh, she's my baby sister. And today we are going to... um you know, ask Tanya certain questions, questions which I would like for you to think about as well. And she's going to talk about, um, she'll tell us about herself, uh, why she's here today doing, doing, doing this podcast, um, what, what her inspiration is, what motivated her, why she um, accepted the invitation Um what she would like for you, the audience, to take away from today's episode. We're talking about, you know, asking questions such as, do you believe in purpose? Why? Tanya is going to answer that question. And also answer questions such as, Do you believe in divine purpose? Why? What footprint would you like to leave on this earth? How do you want to be remembered? And for what reasons? Who are you now and who do you hope to be tomorrow? Have you discovered your purpose? How? If so, if not, would you like to discover your purpose? Are you working on it? How and why? If you have discovered your purpose, give us a short journey into how you did so. And so Tanya is going to be answering all these questions and these thoughts and giving us her opinions. And the whole idea is for you to think about who you are now, where you are, where you've been. And at the end of the day, please know that it really doesn't, to God and to activate God's purpose, it doesn't matter where you've been, the mistakes you've made, what has happened to you. The idea is for you to start thinking about who you can be, who you can become. And question, you know, um, purpose, question about why you're here. And whether or not you believe in God, his divine purpose, his divine plan, his divine blueprint, and if you've never thought about things like that, perhaps this is a good time to uh, begin. So I'm going to let Tanya speak now as we, um, and, and let's just start, you know, go ahead, Tanya.
1: Um, well, where would you like me to start about myself a little bit? Sure. Ah, like Sonia mentioned, I am her little sister, and, um... I I don't know I'm one of those people who pretty much does not like talking about myself so it's I it might be a little bit blurry when I but let's see I was born in Sierra Leone West Africa mm-hmm. to parents who were diplomats so got to travel you know around the world different places live in different countries and that allowed me to go to different schools and meet people from around the world which gave me a beautiful experience of the world, and I guess a very open idea of humanity and who we are, which I think is very important in regards to Sonia's podcast about, you know, purpose. It's, um, we're all here and we are all wondering what is the reason we are here for, no matter where you're from, what color you are, what culture, what religion, Yeah. we believe in God, and so, our sense of purpose is tied to him, which is again tied to a question about divine purpose. When I was a child, I remember I used to sit in cars and I used to, or just classrooms, and I always had this question. It was the weirdest thing. I had this question of, why am I here? And it was. It was such a weird and deep question for me because I was a child and I used to, I always asked myself, I was like, why did God make us? It was just a weird child question. Why did God make us? Why did God make us? Because I didn't understand it. I thought, well, if he hadn't bothered, then he would just be, you know, chilling by himself. God, why did he decide to create us and put us here? Yeah. And um, I think that also ties into purpose. It's like, you have to find the reason for why you are here. Otherwise you might feel rudderless and you feel like things that happen are random and that's fine too. That's your way of thinking, that's all right. Um, I guess I, I used to not believe when I was going through hard times and dark times, mentally and emotionally and psychologically, I didn't have purpose and I, I lived a life that didn't have Other people had goals for me and aspirations and things they wanted me to do and expectations of things because of my intelligence and my intellect and my personality. Yeah. And so I kind of lived off that as opposed to having my own sense of what I wanted to be. I was told, you're smart, you should be a lawyer. And I loved arguing, so I thought, yeah, be a lawyer. And then I thought, I want to be a teacher because I loved kids. But I realized I don't think I have the patience for that to be a teacher in that way in a structured classroom with syllabuses because I'm very, right. I won't say rebellious, but I don't like structure. You're a radical. I'm a radical. You've always been a radical. <laughs> I've been a radical always so something
0: different be, about you.
1: Yeah, I would be that teacher who'd probably be like, let's get out of the classroom and go do something yeah. else in the classroom and get in trouble with the and principal. And have
0: the principal come running after you. That's exactly, yeah. 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 So that's always been me. There's always
1: been this sense of fight against authority and structure and it it, it it was a good thing and a bad thing because when i needed older people or elders i would kind of fight against it and getting older and wisdom and time and experience you realize it was just a matter of directing it this energy the correct way to fulfill my purpose and to fulfill what it is i'm supposed to do so on the note of feeling that i was kind of floundering in life and had no purpose, I used to just kind of go with the flow. I was always very go with the flow, today's today, tomorrow's tomorrow, don't really focus or plan. And I lived that way for a very long time. Again, you know, there are different personal circumstances which I I don't know if I'll get into now. My sister obviously <laughs> had, that made me just, you know, that made it a little hard to feel like I could plan a future. Because there was pressing matters that I felt kind of held me back in the country that I was in. So I came to the U.S. and I was in college and then I, on a vacation from college I got pregnant and had my son and felt really lost, kind of, you know, because that was not in the plan. I didn't really have a plan, but that was not in the no plan plan, you know. So there was the adjusting. But the he's brain. turned out to be so beautiful. Of course, that's her baby. Yeah. I carry him. But that's her baby. <laughs> we always joke like he's so beautiful. I carried him, but that's her child. Yeah. And when he was born, it was it was a really rough time. But for the first time, I felt like I had a purpose when I had to wake up early to feed this human being. I had to wake up to make sure there was, you know, his, he had he had clean di- he had diapers, and he had clean clean clothes to wear, and his bibs were clean and. You know, so it gave him this purpose of there was something to do, and then, um, and it was really for that time, I I feel like I was my better self because, again, I felt like there was a need for me in the world, that there was something I was responsible for and something I was meant for, which was being his mother. So I did that. And then he left and he went to Africa um, to my mother. And I became rudderless again. Mixture of reasons, you know.
0: I like that word. Yeah, I like I I, I
1: literally was just a boat. I I described myself this way and I wrote it in one of the books Sonia wrote to me, listening to your soul. I love that book, The Cry of Your Soul. Where I mentioned it was like I was was rudderless. I was just like this little boat, just being tossed by the waves and going wherever the waves tossed me and
0: And I think a lot of us feel like that that in many ways than one. Yes
1: especially the way the world life. is
0: going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things that have happened to us, yep. we just feel so rudderless. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: And if any of you who have been through this know, the more, the more you focus on the fact that you're rudderless, the more rudderless you become, because it's yeah. like you're, you're in this boat and the waters around you are rough, and you realize you cast yourself, mostly, you cast yourself into this ocean of chaos and you want to paddle but you want to get off the boat also you want to get onto solid ground and you want to find you want to find land under your feet that is steady and stable and I believe that's what purpose is as well. So again I was rudderless and felt a little lost and its it's been years of you know kind of trying to Gather all these pieces, broken pieces, all the, the the pain you've caused, others, yourself, and all these things. And I believe they're all important to face because if you do not, then you lose your you you never find your purpose. You're just lost in this cragmire of all this stuff that you've created and all the stuff you've been. And Last year, for instance, okay, so I've just been feeling very, you know, it leads into depression, it leads to a sense of uselessness and worthlessness because you don't feel like you are contributing anything to anyone. You know, my child is older now, he's taking care of himself, my mother pretty much raised him. So I just felt like, again, just floating. I'm just this boat floating in this water. And I got older and My mother came to visit last year and she's always been, go to church, go to church, go to church. And I've always had this defiance. Again, you know my defiance. I've always felt this defiance of having to go to church and having to listen to this person tell me how to live my life and how to, you know, and I was going through a hard time and I just finally decided I'll pick up my Bible and start reading it. And I realized after reading passages, Psalms, just reading it, I found comfort and I found a sense of self-worth, which I had lost in all the years, and a sense that no matter how awful I am or was, I still I still mattered to somebody. I know I mattered to my parents and my sister and my brother and I but it's it just felt like it was a not not duty matter, but when you read the Bible and you feel God's love deeper sense of
0: belonging belonging
1: and and importance yeah that significance significance exactly that you did not and you feel, feel less lost yeah and, and you
0: feel your worth coming up mm-hmm.
1: especially if you're somebody who again like you said was radical like me so yeah. in your radical thinking you always think things like to extremes where it's like yeah my mom loves me yeah my sister loves me but you almost feel not not that it's you take it for granted you're like they're supposed to they're your parents they're your <laughs> you're your sister and then when you think about God's love, it's a di- it's a deeper and a different kind of thing. So I basically was reading my Bible. I found a certain peace, and a certain sense of self-forgiveness also. Yeah. And oh, and, that's clarity and clarity absolutely necessary. Self-forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I think a reason a lot of people also don't find their purpose is clarity. When you are walking a path that is overshadowed with doubt, depression, despair, lack of self-worth, you cannot see two steps ahead of you. You cannot see or plan a future. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot maximize your potential. If you cannot even see one foot ahead of you
0: you can't see your own world you can't see your own you don't worth. know which direction yeah. to go. so you
1: either just stand still or you keep getting lost in all these little paths and you keep banging your head way. against this you yep. think it's
0: this way and then yep. you go that way and then you yep. go that way and it's never actually the way and exactly. then you become exactly. more depressed
1: it, it, yeah it, it, it's it's a vicious cycle and those of you out there who might be going through this i totally trust me I totally understand. It's real. It is, it is a vicious cycle because you beat yourself up for not accomplishing what you want.
0: You feel ashamed about your mistakes. Yes.
1: And then you're also, it goes back to you feeling depressed because you didn't accomplish, but then you don't accomplish because you're depressed. Yeah. And so for me, the Bible gave me that clarity of just heal your soul. I'm still healing. I'm still there. I'm still unpacking years of baggage. But the Bible gives you the clarity that there is hope, and there is, there is love, unconditional, no matter what your situation is, and that allowed me, in a way, to realize that I've actually been, without even realizing, I've been subconsciously fulfilling what I believe my purpose is, and this is, um, again, what I think. I basically, yeah, because I was lost, I didn't even realize that God was allowing me to fulfill my purpose. Mm -hmm. You thought you were lost,
0: but he knew what he was doing. Because there's nothing that we do that takes God by surprise. He knew you were going to go through this journey of feeling lost, um, feeling, what is the word again, rudderless. Yeah, rudderless. Yeah, and being defiant. Mm -hmm.
1: And all along, I was doing what I was meant to do, which I believe has been serving others my whole entire life i i mean working and all that has been about serving others and I've, i i have been fulfilling purpose
0: that's that's very interesting about, that you say that because i remember every you know everyone saying how brilliant and mm-hmm. intelligent you are which mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. but they expected that you would be this you know dynamic top lawyer, lawyer this you know? uh what yep. else all yep. this high yep Eight, seven, titles that yep. you know Tanya uh, should be and was going to be and is going to be, and yep. but then here Tanya is.
1: Yep.
0: You were serving people,
1: that's where I'm going. I was like, I thought I didn't have any idea or any purpose when in fact I was quietly serving my purpose. Very humbling. I believe I was put here to be a therapist of sorts for people. I've always had deep intuition into how people are feeling their emotions. And you
0: had the experience. Mm -hmm.
1: And knowing what to say to bring them comfort. I have worked as a nanny, a babysitter. I have worked in retail and in the food industry. And I realized that all these jobs were in line with my purpose. Helping and assisting others to be their better selves in whatever capacity. I have met people from all over the world at my tables. I have served people who have, at the end of the meal, and I mean, I was working at a dive divey divey dive bar <laughs> and i would meet these customers who at the end of their meal after the end of their burgers and their quesadillas would leave the table and the whole family would hug me and tell me that they'd always remember that meal you know and yeah because uh, I uh, how you treated the them yeah I, and I, I i always negated that impact because i would always be like yeah well i'll go find a real job not realizing i was doing the real job i was Ooh, that's touching deep. these people. Yeah. I was affecting them. And I believe that's that's bigger than sitting in an office and typing away something and working at an NGO where I'm just like writing letters and planning and I, but I am tangibly touching a life and they'd hug me and say thank you and they'd never forget that memory. And in that little space of time I've served a purpose. Oh, yeah. I have made these people feel... Someone like, happy. Yeah. I've You've made, made them, them feel human. I've, yeah. They're, they're born from another country. Maybe they didn't feel comfortable in America. Yeah. And I've made them feel like, guess what? I'm black. You're white with your blonde hair and your German accent, but we're all just the same. Mm-hmm. We're all one people. And like my sister was saying, you know, there are people who have these aspirations and expectations about it. And I realized that purpose is not about satisfying the world's expectations of you it's about meeting your own standards and doing things with your own authenticity Mm -hmm. it's about yeah it's about finding what makes you make the world a better place you know it's um and, and, and when you do it with your authenticity then it is real and pure you know um it is it's, uh, excuse me, I'm thinking of thought now. Uh, the thing about it is I also believe that it is not necessarily about being great. Yeah. When you talk about purpose, Yeah. there is this idea in the world that it means you have to be this Great famous, person that famous, everyone yeah, knows everyone about. Knows you're in about the limelight, and your name is flashing exactly, across the newspapers exactly. and the TV.
0: And yep. It's not about that. It's how you, It's about how you touch lives. Yeah. I'm like, there are how people, you treat people
1: quietly fulfilling their purpose without yep. it being some grand scheme. And nobody knows about them. Nobody
0: would have heard about them. Yep.
1: The world wants, and I wrote this down because I didn't want to forget it. I'm like, the world wants us to believe that unless you aspire to greatness, you haven't lived to your potential. We live in a world now where everybody turn around they're like be great be this be you know tap into this be great be 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 amazing be and it's not about that we can't it's all be definition doctors. of greatness lose your soul lawyers. we can't all be in hollywood the we, can't we can't all be actors we can't all be michael jackson that's why there was only one michael jackson That's that was his purpose we can't all be yeah. You know, we're teaching our children, you can be whatever you want to be, and that's exactly it. You can be whatever you want to be. But we say that with the idea of, you can be the biggest this, because that's what you're supposed to want to be.
0: How does that tie into divine purpose though? Because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm getting, I'm yeah. getting there. You know? Okay. And that's
1: what it is. I was like, not everybody wants to be rich or famous or well-known. Well Some people believe in living quiet lives, and that doesn't mean there is no purpose. In the life that they're living, whatever it is they're do- doing, whatever it was they were created to do, and we as humans cannot see or understand that. I was like, purpose is not the same as ambition.
0: Right. You ambition is human.
1: Ambition is this man-made thing of go, 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 get, get, get,. Be be, be,
0: be this be, person, be, have this title, yes. then you're somebody. Yes. But purpose, purpose is, is deeper finding than the that. reason
1: why you were created and living your life in alignment with that. And now I'm going back to um, the divine purpose. Um, I believe in divine purpose now because, like I said, I, I read my Bible. And I remember asking all those questions when I was a child. Why did God make us? And now I'm, I'm putting the two together, reconciling that question with the fact that I have found God and realize that that's my answer. It's because I have divine purpose. I was put here for a reason there is something he wants me to do which is why I was made that question of why God bless on is, is it can only be answered by him and until you find him you will never get the answer to that question you can't ask John that question cuz John didn't make you you can't ask that question cuz Peter didn't make you the only person who can answer why you were made is the person who made you So that ties into Divine Purpose, where it's like I I ask ask God, well, I have now realized that I have purpose, which is about serving people and helping them. Tying it into Divine Purpose is how do I do these things now and give Him glory while doing them? Mm -hmm. How do I continue fulfilling my purpose and why I think I was brought here in alignment with him and what he says, he wants me to do. Right. With it. Right. If that makes any sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, it's like when you factor him in and what he might want in your life, then you begin to relate your purpose to his calling. It doesn't just become purpose. That's what for me. That's that's what that's what separates purpose from divine purpose. Divine purpose is questioning why he wants. Yeah. And what he wants yeah. you to do. And aligning um, yourself. And aligning yourself. Um, I don't know if there's anything else. I mean, there's, there are other questions. Like, you are said, you or, comfortable
0: answering the question, um, who do you want to be remembered as? Okay. Who do you want to be remembered by and Why? Um,
1: would you like to I jotted those? this down a little bit because my thoughts tend to, I, my brain has always been this way, it just jumps all over. But I was like, I would like to be remembered as someone who you wanted to be around, as someone who made you feel better after you left my presence, that I have somehow uplifted you as a human being and touched your soul, that I made you feel good about you, no matter what, you know. That I somehow uplifted you as a human being and touched your soul. I said that already. Um, that I made you feel good about you no matter what your demons in your head are yelling about out loud because I have been there where I have doubted myself because of the inner thoughts and the inner workings. You know, we, we are, unfortunately, we are creatures of the world and there are things out there. There are outside voices. There are inner voices. And I've always wanted to be someone who I think, I've, and I've always been this way, people like, you get along with everybody. And that's because I have found a way, I don't know, I think, and that's, I think, divinely a gift I was given, where I can relate to pretty much any kind of personality. I, I really, really appreciate that, and I realize, and I recognize it as a gift, because I have been told so many times, and I, I realize how important it is to people that you accept them how they are. Yeah, and that's the that's you the, don't belittle them, no. you don't judge them, don't judge you them. don't
0: make them feel like they're yes. too small, they're yes. too no this or too do. that,
1: I treat the or that they're the not good the enough. Everyone I is custom- treated yep. regardless and
0: of suit. their title, yep. regardless of whether or not they're wearing a suit, yep. or whatever. Yep. Yep. All these and, and, things and then, you know. that we associate success and mm-hmm. ambition, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah.
1: And, and that's the facades I that we put on yeah. to, I'm, I'm to sure, look good. Yeah. And mm. I'm sure that if you talk to people who've met me or know me, that's going to be one of the things I'll say, oh, Tanya, i have we'll talked to anybody. She doesn't care. And that's one of the things I'll be remembered for. I yeah. want to be remembered for how I was with humans. Or what, how or you accolades. touched every life, mm-hmm.
0: not about the accolades. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Those are, all, those are all transient things that pass by. Anyone can get a medal. Anyone can... Mm-hmm. But how many of us, when we are gone, will actually be deeply missed because of our presence and our, our, our kindness and our compassion and our, and that's one of, that's, those are the things I want to be remembered for. I want to be one of those people, when people think back on me, they smile. I bring, the thought of me brings a smile to them and they, yes. they, I, I somehow was a light in their darkness. Mm. That's it, and I think that comes again from being from that divine purpose. Things, and you know, you have purpose for yourself, but to touch lives. Yeah, you have a you have a Mm. a desire and a yearning to touch the souls of people and leave a mark in a positive way. Yeah, make them Um, feel good um, about who they are. Yeah, I want to leave people with an understanding of their own value and worth. Yeah, and to know that they matter. Because there, like I said, there are times where I felt worthless, and that worthlessness is a killer.
0: It's a horrible feeling. It
1: is a. It is it's a horrible, horrible feeling. feeling. Yes, it is a horrible feeling, and and some people, people actually th- means that you, 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 it erases your feeling of worthlessness. Mm-hmm. It's telling you that somebody greater and bigger than you thinks that you, you, you little you, little old you, you know, skinny little Tanya. You, <laughs> in all the billions of people on the earth, you have a reason that you are here.
0: She's not little, she's 5'9". <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tall, skinny Tanya, you yeah. have a purpose. You are just randomly placed here. You know, Your being here is not random. I really want listeners
0: to hear that. Your being here is not random. No, you matter. So even if you do matter, and if mm-hmm. you are feeling rudderless like Tanya mm-hmm. described, know that you are precious, you're valuable, that there's still something about you, there's something in you that you may not have discovered yet. Um, You are here for a reason, you're here for a purpose, and you're not a mistake. You're not a tragedy. And someone in your life at some point or the other may have made you feel that way. But we're here to assure you that you're not uh, useless, you're not uh, worthless, and you don't have to be rudderless we believe that you can turn to God and find direction and you may have tried a lot of things which have not given you direction or a sense of self-worth and I always say to people well why don't you just ask God I mean just be curious find out if he's real find out if he does give direction find out if he does make you feel worthy and um i always say things like come back to me and tell me what you discover yeah. but first go have the conversation with him before you take him out of the equation yeah, that's true.
1: yeah um i'm just gonna basically refer to one of sonya's books it's actually probably my favorite one like there's a couple of them that are like really really this one for me just somehow was right on time and it's the it's called listening to the cry of your soul and in um Chapter 5, it asks, what are my spiritual beliefs and foundation, Um, what do I, what or who do I believe in and does it matter and why not, and I'm going to share a little bit of what I wrote, again, because this goes back to my whole being this rudderless ship, because a lot of people don't realize, or maybe they do, but that being lost is exactly that, you are lost, you're lost in everything, you're lost from yourself, you're lost from your purpose, You are lost from family, you are lost from friends, you are lost to any kind of emotional strength, divine strength. Um, So I'm just going to read a little bit of what I wrote. Uh, I'm just going to start from a chapter, so it's going to sound kind of random. I didn't want to share too much of it. But I was like, I lost my connection. Okay, I was talking about when my son left, too. And then I was like, then I lost that, which was him and the connection to myself. When I lost my connection to him, now that was God, I lost my connection to myself. Life was a mess and nothing I did seemed to work out no matter how hard I tried. I know many of you have been there. No matter how good my intentions were. Everything I did came to nothing but disaster, failure, and heartache. And I was like, I had left my rock and was now on sinking sand. I was flailing and gasping for a lifeline for air to breathe in my own life. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Go ahead. The more I gasped. (laughs) It's fine. the The more grit and sand I would swallow. I was floating out at sea with no land in sight, and just like a drowning man, the more I felt the water come over me, the more I panicked. In other words, the more life kicked my butt, excuse my language, the deeper I buried my soul in darkness and despair and shame. But a ship came by. And dropped anchor, and which I held onto for dear life—literally, I'm not even kidding. I clung to it, and I'm using it to climb back up onto my ship, one that I can steer into a safe and bountiful shore. Like the sharks ripped and bit the sharks—that's <laughs> human—and you know, thoughts, whatever. They ripped and bit and tore at my flesh, some wounding deeper than others, but none could swallow me whole. Again, because I was being looked after and cared for by God, and not realizing it. Um, None could, my writing is so terrible. None could drag me to the darkest depths of the sea, for the Lord was with me, keeping me afloat and protected. I am back on solid ground, back on my foundation of rock. And it sustains me and gives me the hope I need, even as times are unsure, and future is a mystery. I know now we're all living in a world where we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow with COVID and all these things going on. And we again feel lost and we're floundering. Um, I just look on to God and I pray. I'm like, you've carried me through all these other storms, even when I wasn't aware. So now I literally don't have this worry and this fear. And in that, I'm finding my purpose again, because, again, the way before me, I don't know where I'm going, but the steps ahead are clear. I can put one foot in front of the other, knowing that it's taking me somewhere. Purpose will get fulfilled, because I'm actually moving forward in him. Um, My feet are set, and immovable by the devil and his minions, for I am one with my rock. It is now part of me and my roots are set deep down in it. Um, and so, this is connection to him. I will fight this the shame, the guilt, the self-loathing, the confusion, depression, poverty, uncertainty until my goals are met. And again, time that with purpose. I, I will keep fighting because now I feel alive with a reason. There is, there is a sense of there's a reason to continue, there's a reason to battle, there's a reason to fight, there's a reason to resist temptations that used to take me places, there is a, with per, with divine purpose comes this um, desire to be a better human to others, to be more compassionate, to be more compassionate with yourself, to be more forgiving of your shortcomings, because if you feel like you don't have if you can't even control your own emotions and your own darkness, you can't fulfill the, the the gifts and the potential that God has put in you. You can't find a purpose. You don't. You, if you cannot find love for yourself, you cannot find. You don't. You don't think that there is a reason you are here. And love your neighbor feel.
0: as you love yourself. Yes. You yes. have to love yourself you first. You have to love
1: yourself, and, and
0: then you can take care of other people. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And and and. Maybe some people have found it without God, but me it's been that's been my savior. Literally and figuratively, that's been my savior. Um, so again, purpose and ambition very different things. You can aspire to be a, a doctor, but maybe that's not what you, your purpose was. That's just an ambition you had with the worldly outer secular world was, well you you know, you're smart, go to law school. But if you're just a doctor who is just, you know, methodically sewing and stitching people, I don't believe that's a purpose. I believe that's just a job.
0: Find your calling.
1: Yeah. You find your a calling is deeper. That is why some surgeons yeah. are more than just doctors. They are they are people who touch the the body and the soul and the spirit oh, of a patient. patient. Yep. Yes. They they're the ones with purpose, not just yeah. ambition
0: it's the same with um, teachers
1: yeah when you when
0: you're around certain teachers Mm -hmm. or nurses Mm -hmm. you can tell I remember when I was um, pregnant with my son many nurses came into the room but there was one particular one I'll never forget her I don't remember her name Um, but as soon as she entered Mm -hmm. I felt such peace Mm -hmm. in my pain I felt so well taken Mm -hmm. care of in fact the discomfort and the pain subsided. subsided yep. She sat by my bed, the way she smiled at me, the mm-hmm. way she touched me, the way she touched my stomach or my pregnancy, yep. it, it gave it's me hope, it's just, so I, deep, yeah. so you deep. You can't
1: teach it in a book, you can't teach that in the classroom.
0: Yeah, it comes from deep within. Mm-hmm. And so this is why we talk about purpose, You know, mm-hmm. people finding, find out who you really are, mm-hmm. why you're really here. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us can acquire skills to do different things, yeah, right? But I'm those skills saying, are when you not our purpose.
1: Find what you want to do, like being a doctor, being a teacher. That's not, for me, that's not a, that's not a calling, really. I mean, again, yeah, it takes skill and all, but I think things that are purposeful and calling are spiritual. They're deeper yeah like the recently passed chadwick boseman he always used to use this word purpose purpose and yeah that's we think <laughs> about it how many other actors are there there, no, there are hundreds and thousands of actors why is it that his passing has touched us so much is because he did things with purpose he, he did he, 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 he was, was very deliberate that was more than i'm going to play this role and i'm going to be. And I read someone who was saying there was nobody else who could play him because he was divine yeah. inside. There was yeah. no one else who could play Black Panther because it wasn't just about the role. The person had to come with something else.
0: Yeah. It's so funny you should inside. talk about... Yes. That something deeper. deeper. Something, something more deeper divine. Something divine. Yeah. Yes,
1: Something, yeah.
0: It's interesting that you should say that because I listened to that speech um, uh, mm-hmm. while riding with an Uber driver. And the thing that struck me about Chadwick was, and still is and will always be, that it doesn't matter how long you live on this earth. Mm-hmm. What really matters is the impact yep. you make, yep. is discovering who you are. Yep. Like, who you are in your truest sense. Yeah.
1: And, and, and not to cut and you off, go but ahead. that is what ties us to god and exactly that's more than, i mean this is this is a very exactly. christian podcast and i have to re, i've talked about me and my floundering. Can yeah, we, we can't have really this enough. podcast without talking about yeah, god this is about god yeah. this is about divine purpose yeah. right <laughs> it, it, is, it is it is that moment, yeah it's the core that, of this yeah it is that god-like spirit and i think it is also us i don't, I don't know how to put this it is us um not saying thank you to him, but it is us. It is us living up to what he wants. It's us living up to his potential for us, or his dream for us, or his desire for us to be. Is what a calling is. It's us saying, "Oh my goodness, I see what you put in me, and I want to."
0: I want to aspire to. Yes, I want to. this. and I might not be perfect along the way. Oh no, because no, perfection no. is a hindrance, mm. which. I'm beginning to discover yeah. <laughs> as yeah. I go through my Christian uh, journey and purpose and and fulfilling what God has called me to do which this podcast is 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 one of them it's yeah. something I never wanted to do yeah. I I'm not I I'd rather be on my couch it. and hide and yeah. you know not have these conversations yeah. but it is an offering you have to mm-hmm. offer yourself yeah. and you have and, to and say you know work our God is our offering to him and say yes. thank you for it. Yeah. I'm not perfect, me, but I be, cannot yeah. deny, and I'm grateful, and I'm honored that you, you God, yep. would yep. put this in me. Yep. And, and it, good
1: deeds are offerings to him, I'm like, here yeah. it is, I have done this to make the world better, here yes. it is to you at repeat. Yes, and, you know.
0: this is the impact, mm-hmm. this is the imprint. Mm-hmm. And for as long as I have breath, mm-hmm. give me Time the courage, the and grace, the strength, the, strength, the wisdom, strength. the direction, yes. Yeah. To in a continue world where making don't
1: believe in God anymore and they call yeah. fairy tale in the sky and yeah whatever it is <laughs> yeah. I've heard day, a lot I of that my, yeah my, and
0: that the bible is just fairy tale yeah, and just I stories my, I have my
1: days where I'm just like and my sister doesn't know that she's going to hear this for the first time here where it's like I still have these days of my my human brain and my logic but you wonder, fighting the like, idea yeah like I'm not fighting the idea but because I'm trying to get to real truth Yes. Of, I love it, that. Like, it's just I I I, I love I, that. And, and you know, it's my walk and I I wanna be Yes. True. And there are days where I'm like, is this really some man made thing? And also we're now at a time where there's a racial divide and racial war going on and in that war religion gets thrown in. Yeah oh. because people are saying it is a white god and us black people as are weapon. following a white god and this is way off tangent but again about you have to either believe or you don't and for me that was my attachment and and that's what gave me purpose believing that there is this person there is not person but there is this being Be, be in the sky be however it is he exists he exists and there's no denying that and so i'm going to do my best to make him proud, I believe that's the yeah. divine purpose. It's about living up to your potential that he gave you and making him proud, like a parent. It's, it's recognizing
0: parent. the potential he gave you, mm-hmm. um, accepting it, embracing mm-hmm. that potential, and the responsibility embracing of him. It. Yes, and it, it comes with, <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. it comes with great responsibility. Yep. It's no joke. Yep. It's a and answering the call of god i've heard about people running away from it turning away and i don't blame them um i've done that myself but at some point it catches up with you It's hard
1: work to to stand against the crowd
0: yeah yeah because god takes you the other direction Mm -hmm. he doesn't take you towards a crowd Mm -hmm. he doesn't take you towards the trend you know yeah. the latest trend yeah. and how to be we think and, yes you know, uh, and,
1: and and you know lewd and lascivious online now this is the thing we see all the girls in the bikinis and the, and and i'm not knocking them that's their right but as a christian you would feel the opposite of that and so if you bring it up to someone they think you're judgmental you're in all these things so you have to you have to stick your head down and just keep going live your truth and you live your... And so you're
0: saying it's not that you're being judgmental. It's just you're you're trying to give a picture of... uh, You're trying to
1: follow who you say you believe in. And that's him. And he says, this is not what I want to do. And you're just like, I'm not going to do it then. And you stick to it. Be strong. Just be strong. There's going to be opposition. But if you do anything, if you believe you have a calling from him and and there's a divine purpose he has instilled in you... Anything else you do opposite of that is against your nature and your creation, and you will always feel a sense of fallacy. Like you, you're you living a life you're not you're you're doing things you're not supposed to. You'll always be fighting with your inner nature because you're going against the grain of what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A life of denial, basically. So I'm going to just try and live a life of complete authenticity and. Wherever he takes me, I will I will go down it.
0: Whatever happens, happens. So with purpose, I feel that um, before we discover divine purpose, before we begin this or start this walk with God, we, we are who we are, we are where we are, right? So no one is condemned, no one is judged, and, and no one should be in this journey. But you know what you know, where you know it, when you know it mm-hmm. and then as you grow which is my experience of the bible and with god is he finds you where you are and then you start growing into becoming this wonderful being who you never thought you could become yep. and uh just wanting the audience and the listeners to understand that it's a journey so you whoever you are, now, you are now whatever you are now
1: you could have done the dirtiest deeds. You could have... That was the beauty also of finding him. It's it, You can come to him ragged, derelict, depressed. Just come you as you come are. As Yeah, like this world now is all about pretty, pretty, pretty. You know, everything's perfect, perfection. He wants you...
0: As rugged as you are. one Monday to as Monday, Monday, Friday. As rudderless as you are. <laughs> and, you
1: know, yeah, you could, you, whatever way, however you found. I have learned from... I've heard some wisdom come out the mouth of the dirtiest, stinkiest man on the subway. You know, I've heard words of wisdom come from children, I've heard... It, it doesn't matter. He just wants you to be open and ready. And so if you're feeling like, well, I've done this and I've done drugs and I've done blah blah and I've done this, 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 so how am I going to? You're exactly the person he wants. He, he yeah. If if you're perfect, then what is God going to do with you? You you already quote unquote. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you to fix.
0: Well, like Jesus said, he said, "I came yeah. for the sick. Yeah. If you're not sick, you don't need a doctor, yep. right?
1: Yep. Exactly. I
0: came for those who need a doctor. Yeah.
1: So if you need if you need God and a doctor, you right? need wholeness. You need to, you start, need to be whole. Feel, yeah. If you feel like, what is this purpose they're talking about? I don't understand. I'm just a human, I'm useless. I'm Start like I did from the nitty gritty. It's a lot of work because you have to look in the mirror. There's one thing about purpose also. You have to look in the mirror and undo undo the things that you have done to yourself in your head. It's it's work. It's not today it's gonna to happen, you're gonna read the Bible and you're going to you're going to have to unlearn a lot of things. And I read somewhere with it I'm going to paraphrase this, it might be wrong, but it's about Growing up or growing into something is not becoming something, it's actually unbecoming everything that you've learned.
0: Yep, you undo all that you undo stuff. All that. So, it's an undoing, it's painful, but it's think, worth it.
1: Yeah, you think, Oh my gosh, I'm the worst human. Why would God want me? That's well, He exactly does, He actually he wants, wants you. you. He that's does, his, that's His <laughs> job. His job is to fix those it's unconditional love. In. Yeah. And once you are broken then you have purpose. And like I said again, purpose we are saying purpose, it does not mean now that you are someone who reads the Bible and you say you found God, then all of a sudden you're going to be this like great community leader or this you just be or the saint. You, you will know. You will just know what it is you're it's here a journey. For. Yeah. It's a journey. It might be you become a doctor. It might be you sit in your house and you're a housewife, but somehow in that life Maybe you raise a child who's going to change the world and that was your calling. Exactly. The calling is not the set rule of anything. Purpose is not this set rule of now I've got purpose. You're not going to just wake up one day and be like now I've got purpose mm-hmm. and now I'm going to do this and now I go... It's, it's very subtle. It's well, very I always subtle. say
0: divine purpose isn't step one, step two, no. step three. It's a
1: subtle change that it's, happens yeah. to you too, to get to finding your purpose. Okay. It's a very subtle, quiet walk with you and Him and you... In there,
0: you find what it is you are yeah. meant to do. Okay. Well, thank you, Tanya. And thank you, listeners. I hope um, that this conversation has challenged you and has is making you think deep about who you are, what your value is, what your worth is, and hopefully you see how wonderful you actually really are, regardless of your circumstance. I don't know what stood out for you during, during this conversation, but some of the things that I'd like to highlight that Tanya said is um, uh, being rudderless and not knowing where to go, not having any sense of direction. And we turn to God, and we found direction, and we are imperfect, but in our, our imperfection, we are growing. And we are shedding the shame. We're mm-hmm. shedding the guilt. We're shedding the mistakes. We're shedding labels. We're shedding the stereotyping, the stigma, and the expectations. Um, we're, the expectations and we're simply saying, who am I, God? How, how am I built? What you Why am I here? What, did you, what do you want me to do? You do? How, you know, Tanya talked about, serving, and touching lives, and how that is so fulfilling. Perhaps this is a good time for you to ask, you know, how can I touch lives? How can I improve on my life so that I can touch other lives? And she talked about forgiveness, about self-forgiveness, and even forgiving others um, so that you free yourself, and you stop feeling depressed, and you stop feeling lost. And she talked about um, realizing That no matter what she has done or where she has been, that she matters, that she still matters and that she will always matter to God. And he gives her that feeling of wholeness and realizing how worthy and precious um, that she is. She also talked about um, putting one foot in front of the other with God. So as you ask him, as you ask God, who am I? As you ask him um, why you're here and you begin to discover your walk with him. You put one foot in front of the other and take it one day at a time. She talked about inner thoughts, inner doubts, inner voices, you know, the things that will cause you to say, no, there's no way I'm that precious. There's no way I'm that valuable. There's no way I can be this person. There's no way I can fulfill this calling. And I would like to encourage you and and uh, let you know that those are all lies. Those are all lies. And those lies, God can tear tear down and, 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 and help you see who you really are, your divine state, your divine condition, Mm -hmm. your divine blueprint, the divine plan he has for you, the divine agenda he has for you, things that you've never thought about, about yourself, wonderful feelings that you've never had about yourself, that these things do come from God. And this isn't just talk. Literally, we're talking out of our own experiences, you know, as sisters but also as individuals who've actually lived this walk and have been through the, you know the depression the sadness the uh, the labels that people give you the labels that you give yourself which are sometimes even worse than the labels that people put on you and you have to go ahead and go ahead people, but the
1: divine is also that word is so yeah I, um i'm at a loss of the word i want to use but the reason why it's so important is because it denotes a higher sense of things there's purpose and you notice Sonia was asking about divine purpose because there's two different things divine purpose because it's divine will give you strength that's inhuman, it's superhuman you will be able for those of you who feel like you have drug addiction and can't get over it because it's divine purpose you will find the strength in you that's superhuman and 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 above human understanding. So take this step. the step. Divine means it's not human, it is from supernatural. Su- it's supernatural, it is greater. So if you feel like something is too big or the war is too too messy, or the the, 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 the self-reflection is too painful, the reason why divine Anything is because it's it's bigger than your problem. It's bigger than whatever pain you're feeling So you, you try it. You, you just try you try it.
0: and divinity will help you.
1: Yeah, God it's, it's will bigger, hold it's your hand your, your it's, problem. yes. your Problems are all human and man-made and world-made divine Means it is above that it is a power. It's a it's a, it's a universe. It's a dimension that is beyond yeah. What you think is possible? Yeah. So Whatever your weakness is, whatever your, your block is in your road, in your path, whatever it is that's stopping you from fulfilling your fullest potential, divinity gives it, it elevates you above these things. It gives you the strength to conquer these things, yes. to find your purpose.
0: And Thank you, Tanya, for raising that. And uh, let me also add that divinity isn't here to intimidate you. No. or judge you. Or judge you, or make you feel worse divinity is here to help you to become the most wonderful being mm-hmm. that you can possibly ever be because that's who you are that's what your soul is looking for mm-hmm. that em- the emptiness that you feel in your soul mm-hmm. that's that's who you're looking for you're looking for that self that divinity find, can help
1: a bottle of, bottle, bottle of a bottle yeah a pill
0: and yes, you, well, is, we try all is. kind. Of, we try people. We try mm-hmm. pills. We try. We try everything. We try yeah. alcohol. We try everything. Mm-hmm. We try sex. We try. We yep. try everything. Everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Constantly at some point, we just feel very empty, mm-hmm. right? And yes, chasing the high, and we still feel empty after we've chased and we've gotten what we want. We still feel the like empty, wait, system. there's still something missing. Yep. And that's something missing is the divinity that you were built with. Mm-hmm. And if you just have the courage, take the courage to look within, find the courage to look within,
1: and realize you're going to have to fight the world,
0: and ask God for help, you know, and people will look at you funny, yes. People yeah. will say funny things, and uh, you'll look weird and awkward, and, and you'll, you'll be that nearby. circle. You'll be that circle that does not fit into the square hole. And they will mock God, as Tanya's saying, and they'll mock you for loving God. Uh, but you stay focused on purpose. And I tell you, as divine purpose unfolds within you, you yes, rise above yes, and you yes. get to a point where all that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Because you are now operating We're and elevated. functioning in the realm mm-hmm. of divinity. You're elevated mm-hmm. to the realm of divinity. So Tanya, thank you so very much. Oh, you're
1: very welcome. Thank um, you for for sharing
0: with us, for having serious. this conversation, <laughs> and um, as we close, we um, I really would love for listeners to think about your foundation. Like, what is your anchor? Who is your anchor? Who do you turn to? What do you turn to? You know, in your darkest moments, in the moments when you need help like divine you need real help you need real solace you need real peace you need real strength you need real courage turn to what do you turn to think about what kind of impact you'd like to leave on this earth we talked about Chadwick and we know the impact he left it'll never be forgotten Um, there are many many other souls who are leaving positive impacts on this earth Think about what you would like to leave behind, who you would like to be remembered as. Think about who you are now and who you would like to become. And let we want to submit to you, God is real and that you can accomplish divine purpose. Thank you for listening. You can find us at um, www.activategodspurpose.com or on Twitter at activate God plan, or Instagram. At activate God's purpose, thank you. God bless you, and we thank God for this time. Tanya, thank you. Thank you, listeners. My pleasure. <laughs> thank you for t- and we'll be back.
1: We sure will. <laughs>